Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Yes, hello, uh, faithful listeners. It is us, Joel and Cody, to hear on a monumentous day, um, the the morning after a huge Survivor premiere, Survivor 44. It premiered last night, and uh, today's March 2nd. Yesterday was March 1st. <laughs> and today we are going to be breaking down the episode that happened. The two-hour premiere with two people going home, one vote out, one very quick medevac. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot more to talk about, Cody. Did you like the episode? We didn't I, watch it together. No, so. we we didn't watch it together. I uh, I uh, love the episode. I think. Mm-hmm. I th- I think that it was uh, wild. Um, I think that that was a zany tribal council. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Definitely. didn't. That wasn't even the zaniest tribe at the tribal council. So I'm uh, <laughs> really excited yeah, for this season. I, I mean, it's it's hard to to tell who the zaniest tribe is, but certainly uh, this tribe. Uh, who I am forgetting the name of now. Uh, Ratu went to. This was uh, Ratu. Um, uh, Ratu is a messy tribe. Yeah, that was. Perhaps the messiest tribal council we've ever had. It's, I mean, especially opening. Usually, first episode, the tribal council is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Everyone all chooses their person to vote out for little reason. I, um, I'm <laughs> the the other first tribal council that even comes close to this would be Redemption Island, right? I'm pretty sure someone actually plays an idol on that one too and they didn't even need to and there's that's when francesca goes home and philip and francesca are fighting each other the whole time at the tribal council do you remember that yeah yeah, yeah. Very messy. so yeah that one was messy as well uh i mean let's let's get into the tribal council later save that for the main event because that was uh i suppose so massive. um i suppose so uh maybe maybe people are tuning in they only want to listen to the beginning of the episode to hear us talk about the tribal council, though. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll start backwards. Yeah. Build well, they heard us. They heard us. Uh, our initial thoughts, and I would say uh, I'm 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 tepid, but I do think this was a good episode. This was a good episode, and uh, I think we wanted repre- different, and we we saw yeah. different. Yeah, definitely because um, we saw the the the. The fucking editors having fun with the two-hour episode with only one vote out. I think uh, Bruce's medevac helped him with that. It's similar to the way Jackson's medevac helped help them in Survivor Forty Two as well. That well, helped. let's speaking of the editors having fun. How this episode kicked off? It yeah, kicked so off we, with a Carolyn confessional of production behind the trying scenes to confessional. Her. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I was I was honestly there are certain points in this episode 
right before Carolyn's tribe didn't go to tribal council where I was like, oh, my God, Carolyn's going home first. Like, I was oh. just like, they're showing so much of her. I was no, nervous. Just, I think it's just that the editors like her. I think um, she's a, I think she's a star. Well, yeah, <laughs> throughout this episode, and I mean, we'll probably get to it, too. But Carolyn, her facial expressions alone that she's making mm-hmm. are giving me life like they're they're yeah, so she, unhinged she's definitely uh, a fun person to have around mm-hmm. she was she was licking her lips at one point when she was covered in mud maybe it was a sugary mud maybe it wasn't mud maybe it was chocolate well i think she was just style. it was when they first saw the cage with the immunity idol and she started licking her lips but now we're jumping too far ahead mm-hmm we we get off the boat. We see a bunch of uh, confessionals going. Off yeah. The top. Oh, yeah. That was fun, too. The editors had fun there. They had like basically saw a quick perspective from I don't know. I didn't count, but at least almost everyone at least saying like, oh, my God, or. Ah, you know, like they're uh, showing the excitement <laughs> they all had coming off of the boats there. We see Jamie fall into the water coming out of the boat. Yeah. Which uh, will mimic some of, game... yeah. <laughs> some of her gameplay later. <laughs> <laughs> we slept on Jamie. We we did sleep on Jamie. I don't know if we slept on Jamie. Jamie well, has I mean, exploded at this point. I mean, listen, when you like, we I think we all just thought she was going to be a boring character, and here she is making. Making moves. Yeah, she's she's far from boring. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, the introduction, what was your first impression? You're hearing from a lot of people off the start and everything. You're seeing everyone on the mats. Did you watch the first five minutes beforehand? Yeah, I, I had already watched yeah. that scene. Yeah, we um, watched it. But we uh, didn't see the fast cuts in that. No, no, no. It was that was all fun. Yeah. I mean we did get a shambo uh cameo. Yeah, we saw a bunch of clips. I did. I clocked Shambo. I clocked Kyle Jason. I, I clocked a couple of people. They were they're highlighting <laughs> as weird ones. Just the ones that you're like, oh, why are they being featured? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a rhyme and bled. So as well, I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so we see we see that and then we we get quickly, quickly get to a challenge. Um for supplies and the losers have to do sweat versus savvy. I like how I, they did it this year. No, I mean, I'm, I'm tired of sweat versus savvy. I think if you lose the challenge, you shouldn't get the supplies. Ooh, I see. I liked how they did it this year more than the other years. And I actually um, liked the second place having a choice of what they give the other tribe, because before we've had both losing tribes get the choice. Maybe it's because Bruce hit his head and there was there, there was very big epic shots in this challenge. It just seemed like this was the challenge. You know, there's a lot, a lot in this challenge happening. So I was like, OK, this is the challenge. And there's like, no, there's more. There's more challenge. There's more sweat versus savvy. I'm like, eh, OK, I mean, that's right, seemed... so more more challenge for these freaking supplies. <laughs> well, I think that we saw. Um, the winners automatically get through and they got to save themselves physically and mentally, which I think that mental challenge, not everybody could get that. I think we we were lucky with who got it. 
or they were lucky with them getting it as a try because I don't think savvy. that Ratu would have uh, done as well with Savvy. Um, yeah, I, Carson said it himself. He was like, uh, "Why didn't they see that I was? I, they had a guy with glasses on 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 their tribe and not not give us the Savvy." <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if that was actually a kid Carson, but he does have a specific voice that I will be trying to emulate this year. <laughs> I was watching and I could not help myself to repeat his voice <laughs> watching it. I remember at one point he was like, oh, looks like Sarah's going on the boat. Sierra, <laughs> like it was like that. Sierra's going on the boat. <laughs> Well, I can't wait for that one to be honed. I can't yeah. wait for you to hone that craft. Yeah, maybe he'll become a character in uh, season 45. <laughs> perfect. I think he's a perfect candidate. Um, a merge boot, everyone. A, a merge boot. A merge boot. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I actually liked the Sweat versus Savvy this time. I, th- I thought it was interesting. I think that they made the Savvy more difficult by only giving 15 minutes and one guess. Because last time, I think it was unlimited time and two guesses. Two guess. I mean, they they figured out the hack of that pretty quickly. You count the X's. But do you think that Bruce would have been able to figure it out with his head bleeding out? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, who else was... Who's uh, Maddie, um, Jamie, and Kane? I mean, if nobody's volunteering to do that savvy... I mean, in the past, we've seen... They know about the triangle thing, right? Mm-hmm. What was Sweat versus Savvy last season? Didn't they have something like that? I think Sweat was like digging a hole or something. I don't even remember. This one also seemed harder. The Sweat seemed a lot harder. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were really. Yeah, they had a hard time with it. And uh, Brandon I, I think it, and Matt. It led to Brandon collapsing later in the in the episode. Too. Yeah, I think. Or, um, and and uh, Matt making up for lost time for uh, being away for four hours by, you know, you know, running around like a chicken with his head cut off and then falling off some rocks because he was <laughs> so eager to have fun on the island. Yeah, he saw Cody and he I wanted thought, to do that. Exactly. L-A-V-I-N. Uh, well, yeah, he saw Cody like uh, on <laughs> in the airport as he was coming in <laughs> to Fiji. Cody was leaving. He's like. And Cody had his ass and he's like, oh, mm. look, L-I-V-I-N. I should emulate that. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, we should just chat about Bruce at that challenge, hit his head in slow motion. And the blood is mixing with the mud right away. And... It was immediately hit his head. The very yeah. first chance he got. Yeah. And then the medics are like this medic, who, by the way, is one of the main characters of the, of this episode, <laughs> um, was like, oh, because when he collapsed, he's like, oh, yeah, it's a combination of his head being hit and uh, the adrenaline from the game. Blah, blah, blah. Um, But I was thinking, like, you know, you, you got to monitor that stuff like that's like. He could have a concussion and you just don't know it. You know, I'm, I'm sure they do, too. Like they didn't have they weren't like, all right, Bruce, get back out there. Start running around. Yeah. I don't, well, yeah, maybe they were like, Bruce, you can't do um, sweat. Do you think Bruce is a cursed name? Well, in terms of medevac, yes. 
Yeah. I would hate to be a Bruce and get called up by Survivor at this point. Mm. Yeah, I mean, at least at least he was able to take a shit. Um, but he did. It seemed like he had a really bad headache. Yeah, um, I think he was. Oh, this concussed. is this is when I actually when he was when when like the night vision camera was on. Was when I was first imitating Carson because Carson was like, "Hey Bruce, are you doing okay over there?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that's gonna get annoying. Everybody, I'll try. I'll try to stop. <laughs> so Bruce was really bad for him, though. Bruce was the first of three inter- ener- energies injuries in this episode, and he's mm-hmm. the only one that got uh, fully medevaced. Yeah. Um, so far anyways i mean this one with brandon seems like it could get out of hand if he doesn't because it's gonna only get harder right i think that was just exhaustion i don't i don't even know if he really needed a medic he was he just they kept cutting to him looking really exhausted i mean you think about it like there's the swimming with the boat and all that stuff and then there's well they put him up to an iv well, yeah, I mean, he's he's exhausted. I mean, they don't they don't fuck around after uh, Caleb in in Rong. He almost died. And there's there's Russell, and uh, like not Russell Hans, the other one. Yeah, um, Russell Swan. Russell Swan. He almost died from exhaustion. Like they don't they don't fuck around. If he if 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 someone's collapsing out of challenge, they're not just like gonna wave him with a with a fan. They're gonna take it seriously. But yeah, I think he was just it was probably he's probably just exhausted from everything. But the, the so the he's sw- a big guy too. I mean, losing that I mean not not getting calories for however long they were out there, two, three days. Is and how much that coconut one cramped them up too. Like they were mm-hmm. completely like cramped and exhausted from that. So um do you think that if you were faced with the choice of the uh, sweat versus savvy? What would you uh, choose? I'd try and get sweat. Somebody else to do sweat. <laughs> Not you though. Mm-hmm. Well, you're like um, you're a pretty big guy though, Joel. You'd probably get chosen. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I was gonna go out on Survivor, I would like to get Carson style jacked before going out there. I'd, I'd like to gain thirty <laughs> pounds of muscle. Yeah, Carson style jacked. I mean, it does per- look pretty good. Carson but... style jacked. <laughs> going to Chicago with it. Um but uh yeah, I mean, here's here's a couple things I want to I want to discuss about Matt before we get into the Bruce of it all. When sorry, not not really Matt. What's Matt's tribe called again? Ratu? Ratu. I knew that they were going to be a messy tribe. When Matt and Brandon are doing the sweat challenge, we see sort of a supercut. Not really. It's not a supercut. We see actually maybe a bit too much of each of each tribe finding the birdcage and their different reactions. None of them are too dissimilar, but the Ratu tribe walked by it and they're like, oh yeah, what's that? What could that be? Hmm. And then Lauren was like trying to keep looking at it, but Kane was like, no, we should, we should get going. They'd be really pissed if we had nothing done in four hours. We should get to work. And Lauren was like, all right. All right. I was he was like, like, we're not going to talk about it even. <laughs> we're not even going to chat about it. I- um, I was like, oh, man, Lauren's going home. Like, Lauren does not have a long life in this game. There's <laughs> in no my, way. But in the moment right there, I was like, 
this is going to be a fun drive. <laughs> it's just, well, it's I think just the juxtaposition of that is funny. Tika was similar with it. They had a really fun energy with that, too, where they proved to me to be the zaniest. I mean, you had uh, Bruce falling over. You had Yam Yam excited about the cage. And then uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, Carolyn was trying to figure out how to get into it. Without the key. Without that the was, key. That was her thought process, how to get in without the key. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, don't break the thing. Yam Yam thinks it might be candy in there. Uh, <laughs> I I thought that they were a uh, really uh, fun tribe as well, and kind of the the zaniest when they were all together. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Yam Yam, Bruce, and Carol Tika. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Sarah. Those were Sarah. the f- those were the four, and then um. Helen and Carson were out doing the puzzle. Right. Helen and Carson make quick work of that puzzle. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then so let's. So what was and what was the team that won the initial challenge? What are they called? Uh, Soka. Soka. All right. So, yeah, Soka was pretty uh, dominant in here. We got when we talk about the next time on, we got some good uh, Soka chat to do, I guess. So Franny and Matt Blankenship are are probably the showmance that was talked about. Well, we did get the hint that Matt Blankenship yeah. is newly single. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of was like curious. Oh, okay. They don't usually <laughs> let us know about that kind of thing, but okay. <laughs> um uh and then I was and then I was like when I realized that they were the that I forgot that there was gonna be a showmance. And then when I realized, oh, that's a showman. So I was like, oh, they're just like setting us up Love Island style or like dating show style. <laughs> He's like a a baby, a baby being led into let out like whatever it was let out of the nest. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of bachelor style talk. Um, someone. Uh, okay, so let's let's get to the Bruce though. Okay, can we? We'll circle yeah. back to. Can we get to else. the Bruce of it all? Can we get to the Bruce of it all? You, Cody, last week, and I'm not I'm not slagging you for this. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. You picked Bruce in our fantasy draft. Yeah. But a few days ago or something, I didn't even notice it in the chat. You asked. No, it was as soon as we got off air. It was the same day. Okay. Because I went because um, Chris. Okay, was well, talk- let's just explain. Um, You okay. you. uh said you wanted to trade out Bruce for Franny. And uh, yes. uh, uh, I noticed you did that today, yesterday, and I was like, what? And then in the chat, Chris was like, yeah, he switched him out because it was clear Bruce was getting medevac. And I saw that message like after Bruce was getting medevac. So I was like, what the fuck did they know? How did you know? What so, I guess I, I fell off on preseason content, I guess. What, in, what in the preview for this, it shows everybody um surrounding uh it shows like the medical surrounding someone in that first challenge and you can you can't see bruce's face but you can clearly tell by the body type and skin tone who it is but so but how did you know that it was a full medevac because he had like it was it was that scene basically you could see that he had an oxygen mask on and you could see that everyone from medical was surrounding him but and that he was then, laid like, out on they the let floor. him back into the game after that 
Um, but the trailer said something like, um, it said something about people getting medevaced or something like that. So I saw that, that in the opening challenge, it teased that someone's getting medevaced. And Chris initially thought it was Yam Yam. Uh, but when I looked closely at it, I saw that it was Bruce. And that was immediately after we got done recording. So I made the switch to Franny. Well, I guess it was smart, but I I just was pretty confused. I mean, that that's some detective work you did there and a, and a good guess. But it's more of a guess than I thought it was. I thought you had some insider information. No, no, no. It was just from the uh, the preview that I believe you saw as well. But yeah. um, I I didn't clock it the first time either. It was it was Chris talking about it. Um and me being worried that it was yam yam. I was a little was I was a little mad at that you guys guessed it. I was like, how the fuck did you guess it? That's that's annoying that they gave you that much e evidence. Yeah, well, Chris didn't guess it either. He thought it was yam yam. So but he said in the message because it was so clear. Because we watched it back right after we recorded the draft episode, mm -hmm. so you can see in the preview that Bruce gets medevaced. And it, and it yeah, alludes was, to a full medevac. We didn't even get, like, many confessionals from him at all. Like, that was... He was, like, a, a, a negative character. Like, like a minus character. Like, there was, like, nothing. Yeah, I think we, we might have got really one. Got yeah. Maybe. Bad for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably couldn't game. talk. He probably didn't feel like talking at that yeah. point. So, I mean, it's pretty sad. I think that Bruce would have been an interesting character on the season, and sure. maybe they'll give him another chance, a la Russell Swan. Well, okay, so we got Jackson, Bruce, Pat from uh, David versus Goliath, three people that could lead a tribe, a la Russell Swan and Mr. Scoopin mm -hmm. and uh, Mr. Penner. Yeah, well, different, different, <laughs> different. But, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty interesting though. But yeah, that's how that's how we knew. So I sent that message immediately after we got done recording a, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, there you go. Um, Bruce is out of the game. Moving on from that, the next day, um, uh, Matt, we get this big package. Here's one thing that I liked. Mm -hmm. Is we didn't get all the fucking cheesy backstories. The only backstory we got was Matt kind of talking about um his his home life, but it was more about how he didn't want to like his midlife crisis. He wanted to be living more and having fun and playing the game. Like it wasn't. It was about presently what he wanted to do. It wasn't about his past, which I appreciated. I'm I'm sure that we'll get some backstories, but like I was like I appreciated seeing like packages from like pictures of home life and stuff in the past but last season especially in the pre-merge it got really too much the constant backstory like it was like most of the premiere i remember was just all the b different backstories and yeah, uh, because this... i think if we're gonna get it we want to know how it shapes them now and in this game and mm -hmm. and actually seeing it right like r you're right because like ryan's backstory didn't really shape or make us understand him at all and how we played. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
it's almost as if, well, we have this person with this backstory. We should, probably should tell it. Yeah. I think about um uh, in David versus Goliath, Dan the cop. Right. Um, oh, he used to be fat. Yeah, well, we heard about that a lot. But one thing we didn't hear about at all in the game was that he was a father. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. We didn't find out that he was a father until Ponderosa. Well, he was I mean, hiding I that from the uh, he was hiding that from Sia for the award. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny that we never found that out about him uh, in the game. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we get this fun package from Matt, and then we see him climbing, making it. This is this was all making me think. Oh, is Matt? I didn't think that he was about to get medevac, but I thought, oh, maybe he's going to get voted out later. That but was he... more of a rough fall than you thought, though. No, Initially. no, I knew he wasn't like I just knew he wasn't getting medevac. Mm. No, it's I like I could tell that he like was going to have scuffs and stuff and probably popped out shoulder. Yeah. Um. But he. Uh, um. My favorite part of all this, he, he falls after doing this big thing about how he wants to play and have fun and all this stuff. And then we cut to Kane being such a dick about it <laughs> being like, wow, he's really not taking care of himself. <laughs> and then Matt being mad at himself, like, Oh, why did I do that? Oh, I'm so stupid. Why am I doing this? And Kane Kane is, uh, is it someone to watch or he's just going to go home next week because he was the only person coming home who was on the wrong side of the votes this week because <laughs> he's the only one other than Brandon that didn't vote now. Um. Oh, yeah. Well, did Kane voted, though. He voted Brandon, didn't he? Yeah, and he's on the wrong side of the vote. He's the only one coming back to camp that's on the wrong side of the vote. Oh, right. He's the only no one, one other than voted. Brandon that had actually voted. That's hilarious. And now, you know, like Lauren's story, though, the smart thing about Lauren's story, even though I thought it was insane that she wasn't putting a vote in, I didn't. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how um, one sided it all was. But now her story holds up. Right. It was like, no, we only had a couple votes there. I did lose my vote. Yeah. Jumping ahead a bit. But yes, yes, that was the the. uh happy maybe maybe on purpose but happy accident of lauren's play tonight um yeah so yeah do we do we have anything else with this like uh reward challenge or anything no um no no we can move on from the reward challenge. yeah for sure in general what did we see from soka not nothing no tribe life or anything i don't think we saw them with the cage did we i thought we did um i don't think we did I could be wrong. I don't think I saw any of them interact with the cage. I think we only saw Tika and Ratu, but I could be wrong about that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so we got, we we see them. They're all like, uh, Soka is cleaning off the mud in in the ocean, which is what we see. Which the other tribe, I guess, didn't even fucking have time for because they're all walking around and licking the mud off their lips and shit. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, Danny is saying, I was hoping there would be some dissent and we would not like some people. So it'd be easier to vote them out, but they all like each other. 
Yeah, they were they were getting to know each other and everything, and everyone seemed like nice people. Um, Danny seems to be hitting it off. That's good. I was worried about that. Mm-hmm. Danny being from the Bronx, people were like, "Ooh, the Bronx!" But <laughs> but you know, Claire's from Brooklyn, so yeah. Well, Claire is 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 a. We didn't see too much of her tonight, but she had that big moment where she said to Matt, uh, "Told Matt that uh, Matt Blankenship uh, showed them that he didn't have a vote with like actual physical evidence." That was that was a fun play from uh, Claire. So that was that was cool to uh, see that interaction with Matthew and uh, and I'm looking forward to that alliance in the merge because I see both of those people making the merge. Matt and Claire. Yeah. Okay. I uh I can see that happening. I can also just see that the her being like, "Hey, I like you." Um um being kind of a red herring, but uh that that was fun. Um that they that she had like swapped notes a bit there. Uh, yeah. So um then we have basically i think just the immunity challenge at this point right um which we were just talking about with matthew and claire having that moment are we not not skipping some stuff here we we want to talk about uh any other of the of uh how i guess brandon Brandon found the idol brandon and maddie found the key and also um what like we can talk about how matt lauren and uh who is the other one? Matt, Lauren, and Sarah. Sarah went on the the excursion. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the key first here. The key, because the, the key did happen chronologically in the episode, but it did happen after Lauren left. So, uh, they're on a sort of they split up. Somebody, somebody says it was their idea to split up. Was that? Matt that said that? I don't remember. Yeah, um, Matt uh, wanted to make sure that nobody could hide it if they found it. Was it Matt? Yeah, it was Matt. Okay, I believe you. You watched it sooner than I did. You watched it this morning, right? Yeah, I just watched it. I just um, got done watching it. Uh, so, uh, so, Brandon finds it, puts it in his pocket. Matty clearly sees him doing something. So, Brandon thinks instead of hiding it and causing some mistrust with Maddie. He tells Maddie they discuss whether to keep it to themselves or bring it to the tribe. So here's, here's, here's where um, an interesting discussion could come from. Cody, what do you think that Brandon should have done in this, in this uh, situation? Well, I mean, he obviously thinks that he should have hit it. Right. I think that at the end of the day, he ended up making the best play possible because we're going to see him go far now mm. because he didn't hide it and furthered his trust with Matthew, which I think is his strongest alliance and the best chance of him staying in the game. Mm. Okay. I think that Maddie also... It's, I mean, it's three days in. Like, I, I, I don't... I don't know about this Matthew thing. Well, it is only three days in, but we did see Matthew's the one that saved him at that tribal council. And we can talk about the subtlety of that. How did Matthew save him at this tribal? Well, we can talk about the subtlety of that. Okay. Um, But yeah, so 
I I think that he made the right decision by telling everybody in that moment because it could have easily turned around on him as well with Maddie. I, w- I wouldn't have trusted Maddie either. The fact that she approached him, wanted to hide it, was like, no, wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about this. Let's think about hiding this thing and working together there, which was interesting, but it seemed like a relationship more so built off of necessity of having an advantage than it did off of any kind of connection and any kind of trust. So I think the fact that Maddie said that already put red flags up in Brandon, but also I think that Maddie needed to understand the type of player that Brandon was and have self-awareness of that, because I think we guessed in pre uh, preseason talk that Brandon would be one of the players that's playing more old school, playing more honest and wanting to do that type of game. Right. And I think um, that he comes across as that type of player. But you, but okay. So, but like, I think the play here. They didn't know it was an idol. Obviously, they thought maybe it was a, a tribe thing, which is come on, it's not rice. Um, I think the play would clearly would be more fun to see if people were doing it in secret. They literally had a fake idol for you to hide there. Um, <laughs> I like how they immediately ruined Jeff's plans. I yeah, do appreciate like, that, and and like it pissed me off because I was like. This is what's annoying about the the beware advantages in the last three seasons is that everyone figures out what it was. So now everyone knows it's now that everyone knows that, the, that there's the decoy idol. Um, you can just get that information to somebody. I if- thought about that, too. And the fact that Brandon used it, I think they'd probably just send the key back out and try it again. Mm-hmm. And maybe... But now the decoy idol uh, secret is out there. Well, and if it, someone else it, finds the can, key. And it can spread to the merge now, too. Yeah. I don't know. But, it's just but, like the knowledge is power of it all. Like, actually, like the phrase knowledge is power, not the um, advantage. Um, the knowledge is power of it all is uh, annoying because now everyone knows how this uh, this cage works on that tribe if they well, don't all get voted out in the pre-merge yeah so i think that i get that and i get for like entertainment wise i think that if you're brandon finding it this early in the game that it's pretty hard to hide it like people are going to get voted out for any reason and he almost got voted out just for having it and being open so i hmm. think that if he didn't even it depends if he told Maddie or not, but I think it's even a risk to tell Maddie, but she would have went back and said he put something in his pocket. Like he has. Something. Yeah, obviously it worked out for him, but my thought was he alienated Maddie in that moment. He made it clear to her that he did. He didn't want to work with her. She, she knew that from the beginning and it put a target on his back right away. I didn't think it was the right move to go to the tribe. I thought it was probably the right move to, because he, he could tell that Maddie saw him. It's the right move to go to him. They can they can figure it out together and he can tell who he wants later. But I think that they should have she he should have just like tried to have an ally in Maddie there, 
even if he didn't trust her just to figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that might have been interesting. I think if he didn't have the relationship already with Matthew, then he probably would have considered the Maddie one. That's what I think. You're 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 in on this relationship with Matthew, eh? I you think there's a big one there. I think it is. Yeah, I think that because those the coconuts, sweat challenge. Yeah. I, I really think that that sweat challenge really bonded them. And that's okay. the type of thing because of knowing where Brandon's coming from as a football player, like those hard like challenges and um, workouts and training camps and everything bond teams together. Like that's what bonds them and makes them feel loyal when you're in like a sport like that. And so a physical challenge like that, where they're both falling to the ground, exhausted and working at it together, I think is exactly what bonds a person like Brandon mm -hmm. just based off of that. And I, and I think that also Matthew comes across as someone that's honest and loyal and a family guy. Right. Okay. So I, I think that the both of them in that, even though that might not bond everybody, mm -hmm. those two specifically, I think it bonds and builds a tight relationship that can flourish. Okay. Cool. Um, I, 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 I buy it. I buy it. I didn't, I didn't, I guess I saw a bit of it, but there was no sort of like looking at the camera and being like, I like this Matt guy or I like this Brandon guy. Yeah, I I, I think that what we saw was a little bit of subtlety of Matt saving Brandon at that tribal council, um, um, which we'll get into later. Let's um, I wanted to go backwards and just say that uh, uh, the discussion of uh, when they're weaving pond fronds at the at the Carson tribe or whatever they were doing there. And uh, there was discussion. Okay. So what do people have a significant others, husbands, girlfriends? And Carson was like, I've never dated anyone before. And everyone's like, what? You're a handsome guy. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, I just gained all this weight. I started working out just recently. That's <laughs> cute. It's funny. <laughs> are you, um, are you turning around on Carson from initial impressions? No, I do like Carson. I like Carson. He's not a twerp. Like I thought he was. Yeah, he well, he's jacked. You didn't think that? I did know he was jacked. I knew he was jacked, but I I I, I he's he's no he's no Zach from season forty two. So that's what I was worried about. I like Carson. <laughs> see yeah. see, uh, Cody, my my uh my takes preseason can develop because we're given so much more in the show typically. Well, unless, I unless you're Bruce. Yeah, unless you're Bruce. I, I take it's the same on Bruce. Um, I think that my take is actually the same on Maddie, too. Um, what was your take on Maddie? I wasn't hot on Maddie. I I thought that Maddie was... Uh, I thought it was going to be something like this. And I I think I, I said it in the initial draft. That she was going to um, have fun and then, like, try and play? Yeah. I thought she was an wow. overplayer. Yeah. What a terrible thing to be in Survivor, to actually play the game. How dare she? Well, How the... dare she go to Survivor and think that she can vote people out? Unfortunately for her, everyone else on her tribe played a little bit better. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, that's exactly we'll... what happened. You got it. You nailed it on the head. We'll still um, get to it. We'll still get to it. But let's talk about this uh, drawing straws, drawing rocks. 
two. Yeah. Seasons. So what was what what happened with Lauren? Did she purposely draw the rock? Or was she? Yeah, mad? she she put the rock in there. So she's she claimed that she knew because she put all the rocks in there, she knew which one to grab. But then she pretended she was upset when she grabbed that rock mm-hmm. to go to the island. That's interesting. Yeah, because I think that she didn't want to seem excited, I guess. I, I she's interesting too. Like she's playing, but she's not playing well. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so she I mean she, it's it's hard I think the the this early in the game, you don't want to go on that excursion because you don't want eyes on you in this first 3 days. Mhm. At the chance that you're going to go to tribal council, which it is you know, it's not in your favor. I mean the like the chances are you probably will go to tribal council. Um you have to play carefully in those first 3 days. Um, you don't want them like questioning whether you lied or not. Like even Matt Blankenship did lie, but like even if you go back telling the truth, people are gonna not be trusting you. And there's going to be somebody if if they need to throw you under the bus, they can just say, uh, "Oh, I think she was lying," and then give some sort of evidence to that you were lying. Yeah, I think uh, I think that Lauren uh, did the worst at that. Where, well, I mean, her tribe didn't not trust her, though. It was the Claire thing that 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 tanked it. Yeah, it was the Claire thing that tanked it. And I, I'll say now, too, that because there was three of them that went, I think that everybody's going to think that Sarah is the one that got the advantage now because of how Lauren, it ended up tripping into success on that play. Sorry, can you say that again? I missed that. I think that now, because how Lauren played uh, tripped into success in that final tribal council um, Mm -hmm. tonight, Mm -hmm. that everyone's going to think that Sarah's the one that got the advantage. Well, everyone, well, I mean, it's possible that they all got an advantage. There's two advantages now. No, but Matt Blankenship showed that he got nothing, right? Mm -hmm. And then Lauren lost showed that she didn't have a vote yeah but everyone had a different story so it's not it's no it wasn't a concise story from everyone being like you risk your vote for an advantage but do you think that everyone well no lauren said that she lost her vote too she told them she lost her vote Mm -hmm. and then matt said that he lost his vote Mm -hmm. and showed it Mm -hmm. so logically some if you're looking at the past seasons Sarah lost her vote as well. But one person got it, right? So people, because Tika hasn't had a chance to vote yet, all of the other tribes, if Tika doesn't vote, are going to think that Sarah has it. But Matt told the story truthfully, saying that it you there is a there is an advantage in the bag. Like and he pulled a, a, a no vote and then didn't pick again, which was a lie, but still. I mean, it's not like there's I mean, there's can be assumption there, I guess, but it Sarah has the evidence that like if she wants to say like, hey, I I reached, yeah, the the game was I reached into the bag and there was uh, a one in three shot in advantage and I lost my vote. She has the receipts that she did lose her vote. She has the 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 physical evidence that a, a piece of paper saying that she lost her vote. But she, you don't know if she took that. <laughs> okay. 
Well, we saw that Matt took it, but we don't know if Sarah did. Okay. Yeah, but why wouldn't she take it? I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. We don't <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that. What we do know is I'm just going by what we know. And All what right. we know is but no, but no, but then you're speculating. No, but what we I I'm not going by speculation. I'm going You're by, saying then now that ever now everyone's going to think that Sarah has a an advantage, but because not everyone, you think but not everyone thinks that 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 only one person got the got the advantage. But if you're looking at it and you're like, "Hey, Sarah doesn't have a vote, so she has just." But we haven't seen that. We haven't seen her at tribal council. We just saw Lauren at tribal council not use a vote. We had Matt or uh, Matt Blankenship show his proof and his receipt of not having a vote. So she is the only person. That didn't show. We did see Sarah tell the story. She did not show proof. She didn't. Because she show... didn't have proof. I'm sorry, Lauren. Lauren didn't have proof. No, but Sarah does we, have proof. We saw Sarah at there though. We saw her tell the story. Okay, well, I mean, I guess time will tell. That. But this is like this is like intense speculation. Like I don't think I don't... we need to get into this because and until it happens, we it doesn't really matter. I'm just going by what we saw here, and we we saw communication between two tribes. And now Lauren played it in a way that I think puts her in the clear for a bit that she mm. showed okay. that she didn't have a vote at this tribal council. Did Lauren bring up the bank of vote advantage right before she's saying she lost her vote, though? Like right before she, well, was, she, she was said talking, it, she said it in a weird she said that you could either get a vote or lose a vote. Yeah, our <laughs> bank. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I don't know. Yeah. It was I. Who knows? I think everyone it, looked confused when she said it, anyways. So it mm -hmm. didn't matter. And that's probably why it was it was easy to believe Claire. Yeah, she distressed because her her story was so strange. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to clock about this episode, and I don't know if this you noticed this with you, but the beaches look different. I don't know whether they like uh, went to different beaches this season or whatever, but there was like landscapes. I didn't recognize like the past, you know, whatever, however many 10 seasons, basically they filmed in Fiji. Mm -hmm. You start to get kind of like, okay, this is the same sort of spot. You get the locations kind of blend into each other, but I don't know whether it was the cameras or the lighting was different out there or whatever. Like it just looked a little different, especially the, uh, the Ratu tribe. And and the, the summit looked a lot different because they went through this like tunnel and they were like going into different like um, paths in the, uh, along the way. Like, I don't know. It just it just something about the episode looked different than other seasons. At the very least, the past three. Well, that's what you asked for. Was it? <clears throat> yeah. OK. You wanted different. You wanted things to look different. You wanted things to feel different. And that's what we got, baby. We got some new advantages. We got two new advantages on this summit. Yeah. So the bank of vote, which is interesting. I, I feel like it's just, um, once they thought of that, they're like, yeah, yeah. Why not? They they, they don't vote and get an extra vote. It's a combination so of uh, two, the two, two elements of the game. The only person who risked it and didn't lose a vote got an advantage where you have to lose a vote mm -hmm. isn't that funny yeah so sarah's <laughs> sarah's advantage yeah is i guess a variation on knowledge is power and it is that 
and and I'm wondering if she she plays this in secret or out in the open, um, where she can choose after a tribal council if like say an extra vote is played and a fucking uh, idol is played, all this stuff she can be like, okay, uh, I want all those, and then she gets <laughs> she inherits them. I mean, we've seen episodes where three idols are played. Yeah. So you could. Well, I mean, in this, this. I mean, I wonder if she, if she could, she could inherit a successful shot in the dark, or if three shot in the darks are played, could does she get three extra shot in the darks? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what she can. I mean, this this is a really interesting one that I think there's a lot of room for it to be lackluster and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm. I'm honestly. Like the idea of knowledge is power, uh, that advantage made more sense to me than this. So I'm a little, I was maybe a little higher on that, even though I felt kind of nothing on that. And then, you know, it proved to be an interesting uh, um, grenade in the game, strategy wise, later. Um, but Sarah's and, and advantage, never, though. Sarah's advantage is different. And, and, and I have questions about it. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm a little confused by it. So does she have to announce it before? Yeah, does she take a or risk? Or no, I guess she just she cho- chooses. I guess she just chooses to use it, right? Like she sees how many advantages were just played, and then she's like, okay, I'll use it now. Yeah. It hmm. seems like a fucking superpower. Like, it's, you can, there's some tribal councils where, like, four or five advantages get played. Yeah, I mean, it could just be like, hey, I want that idol, too. Yeah, I think that it'll probably end up being used like that. Or mm-hmm. it could even be like Sarah could use it on her own, right? Where she can be like, oh, I found an idol. Yeah, I'm I'm not safe this week. I'm going to use it, but then I'm going to mm-hmm. get it right back. That I thought about that, too. And that is like. That's a big superpower. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot of but, like having two idols, the potential there, there's a potential of her walking away with three idols, like after a travel council's done having mm-hmm. three idols. Mm-hmm. If they and, if they hide Brandon's idol again, yeah. And if she makes it past merge and gets three idols, then you're almost guaranteed to be in the finale. Yeah. Yeah. So I <laughs> I like Sarah, and uh, and I watched with Mimi, and she allowed me to say this, but Sarah is. The biggest survivor crush I've had in a while. Oh my god! Yeah, I was, Mi- I was... Mimi said, "Please, Joel, bring that up on the podcast." No, she was just like, "Yeah, I mean, she's not my type, but sure." Mimi said, "Allowed you to say it." She said, "Joel, no, allowed me to say can... it to her face." You can, you know, I'm like objectify I'll... Sarah on Merge Boot tonight. At what point did I objectify her? Okay. You have a hesitation to say that anyone is attractive on this podcast, as if saying that someone is attractive is immediately objectifying them. But here's the thing. It's not. I'm not saying, oh, my God, the only thing I think that she's worth is her attractiveness. I I don't know. I'm just saying I have a crush on her. I didn't I didn't even say that I found her attractive. I just said that I had a crush on her. Well, you don't find her attractive. Well, if I say that, you're going to say that I'm objectifying her and you're, you're going to try and cancel me. And you're going to try and tar and feather me in front of uh, uh, all our peers, our live studio audience. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Joel, I I mean, I don't want you to fear, like you say I have, a fear of saying people are attractive. <laughs> are you are you trying to get me to say it? <laughs> I don't know, Joel. I I mean it seems like you want to let this out. I have a crush on Sarah. Um and uh and, uh, and I have a girlfriend and and that's okay. <laughs> I'm allowed to have a survivor crush. Mimi and I watched uh uh what was that show called? Twin Peaks, not Twin Peaks. Uh Twin What was that fucking show called? Uh, the uh <sighs> Alphonse uh no, what Alfred Molina show. Alfonso Rivera. Alfred Molina, Armand Gamash show. What was that called? Twin Twin Pines. Twin Pines. Um, uh, And she was lusting after Donald uh, Sutherland's son, Rosif Sutherland, Kiefer's half-brother. And if she's allowed to lust after Rosif Sutherland. Now you're you're trying to tar and feather your own girlfriend? Yeah. (laughs) You're trying to get her canceled so that you can move on to Sarah? What the hell's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Imagine Mimi gets <laughs> fired from her job. <laughs> she might. <laughs> um. So, moving on. So Matt Blankenship has lost both his votes. Um, yeah, and he didn't reveal that to his tribe, which I think is pretty crucial to when you have a tribe as strong as theirs that probably won't lose. <laughs> You think? Yeah, with like Josh, Danny, Claire, Franny, mm-hmm. Matt, and Heidi, like they look pretty strong out there. And they even had Claire sit out this challenge, who I think looks like a strong competitor, mm-hmm. and uh they and, still and, dominated. And Claire, of course, had uh things to say on that sit out bench. Yeah. Would you have taken the risk losing your vote this early on? Everyone did it, but Yeah, I mean there's an advantage right there. I I feel like um yeah. I think I say just go for it. I, I would doing have it done a second it. time I would have I would have uh you wouldn't have done it at all. Wow. No, see, I would have been see, that's why you don't like players like Maddie, because you don't want to play the game. I would have been noble like you Bruce. you you wanna you wanna sleep your way to the end like Gabler. I'd rather hit my head off a big wooden board than do that. Yeah, I guess so. That's that's your game plan. Get a free <laughs> vacation out of it. Yeah. No, I I think that I'm playing the long game. I'm not playing the short game like Maddie. I'm playing the long game. I go back there and I said it said to risk your vote. I didn't want to do that. Mm. Uh, I don't I, know I, what the I think you can were. afford to lose your vote that early in the game. And it also kind of makes you less of a threat if you go back to back to tribal council and be like, um, no, it makes you useless. No one wants to team with you because you don't have a vote. Mm, disagree. I, I, I don't think it necessarily means that. I mean, it definitely downplayed Lauren's threat level that she said she didn't have a vote because then Maddie was like the biggest threat, I guess, in that mm-hmm. situation. But mm-hmm. I don't think Lauren's in a good position going forward. Mm-hmm. I think that Matt's in a terrible position going forward. I would have done what... See, that's the thing. 
I'm either going to choose not to risk my vote or I'm going to do what Matt did and try it twice and lose both. Because once I try it once, I'm not going to stop. Okay. Well, I guess we're we're having a disagreement heavy episode today. Well, you <laughs> I just I just don't I I I think you can you can risk it if you want. I I don't I don't think uh I think I, it's, I, good, it's good to, it's good I to said? have an advantage. I said that if I did it once I wouldn't stop. Oh, I see you. Oh, you get you you'd lose control. I'd lose control. I wouldn't stop. You'd be trying to risk your vote all the time. You'd be trying to barter your vote with people. I could tell Joel that you you lost interest in me. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I saw you lose interest. I I saw as I lost you in the room. I'm trying to find there's a, there's a tweet I saw about Claire. There's one other thing. There's one other thing that Claire did in this episode. Do you remember? There's one other moment she got. Uh, no, I don't really remember. I don't. Nothing else stood out for Claire for me. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe we'll figure it out. Uh, but I think we're at about tribal council now, aren't we? We saw the challenge loss. Oh, we didn't talk about how awful Carolyn was in that challenge of trying to get that loop. Oh, the first challenge. The first one. Yeah, she totally tanked it. And I thought, okay, I'm I'm losing my favorite player of all time. Mm. Yeah, Um, She, she tanked it. But yeah, so that challenge we saw Brandon pass out. We saw the Claire and Matthew moment. That was kind of the most interesting uh thing going on. We saw so much of Ratu that I felt pretty like it had challenge. to them. Yeah, I, think, I feel challenge. like I think the the the, the puzzle was exhausting. I think it those lo- puzzle pieces were were heavy. Well, Brandon passed out. Of course it yeah. was. And the and the trunk was heavy and all. It was a it was a it was a grueling challenge. But it, it's just like I don't know. Just show it. Give us give us. Something we haven't seen at least if you're gonna do a three part challenge, have one of those things be something we haven't seen before. I thought, I mean, I think the most important thing was that we got a lot of um on camp content this episode. Um, and they breezed over. I'm that talking about the challenge though, but it felt like they breezed over the challenge this time, and I appreciated it to see more. I don't know, I don't think they breezed over the challenge. Oh, it felt long and grueling. I don't know. I if you're good, you're gonna show us challenges. I just want I like challenges now, but I don't like them when it's the same thing over and over again. Well, maybe next week will be better for you. Okay. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Did you not like the mud one? They tried a new challenge and Bruce got bonked on the head. That's not new. Oh. It's not that new. Crawling under obstacles, getting muddy. That is pretty pretty basic. <laughs> Nobody's ever got muddy before. Hey, well, they never got muddy and get mud in their blood. Mud blood. I th- I don't know. I'm sure that mud has mixed with blood in the past. Well, I guess last season they had the fake blood to put on. and I know. And, and Bruce, well, two seasons ago for season 42. And Bruce, right. Bruce won up that. I think he was, he, maybe he hit his head on purpose. Because he couldn't find the fake blood. So he's like, okay, I'll make real blood. Right. Yeah, he might have done that. Well, I think this takes us to tribal council, Joel. Does it not? Well, no, it takes us to camp. Okay. Um, uh, I feel like there's 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 stuff to be talked about at the Ratu camp. Right. 
Um, I think we can loop this in with what happens at Tribal Council. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, sure. Um, so the first thing is that Matt takes the boys and Jamie aside and says, Lauren uh, didn't have evidence that she lost her vote, so we can't trust her. And uh, everyone seems on board with that. But then and because this is the first thing being talked about, I was like, okay, it doesn't look like Lauren's going home tonight. Um, <laughs> and then we cut to Maddie. Maddie is still, and this is what I'm talking about. Maddie is still feeling a bit burned from Brandon. She doesn't trust him. He has an idol. Let's get him out. And uh, Lauren is on board for it. My thought is that word probably got around to Lauren that her name was on the block, but we don't actually see that. Um, that's just speculation. But yeah, um, I was thinking at this point, I was like, OK, well, it's starting with Lauren. I thought that it was going to do the swerve of Brandon and then it was going to just be the obvious Lauren that it was going to be the whole time. That's where my thought process was at this well, point. It didn't it didn't circle back to Lauren like on the beach there edit wise. It was like the the story we got was it's it's the boys want Lauren, but um the girls are making a convincing argument for Brandon and we we have some evidence from it, it honestly I think that edit at the beach does set up that tribal council so everything kind of made sense to me other than all we get was just a little sliver of Jamie being like, I think I'm going to play my shot in the dark. And then Lauren being like, and Jamie wants to play her shot in the dark. We don't hear from Jamie why exactly she wants to play her fucking shot in the dark. Well, she's, she's like, she had a confessional where she was like, the boys are telling me to vote Lauren. The girls are telling me to vote Brandon. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do here. You know what I'll do? I'll lose a powerful advantage uh, or not powerful that powerful i mean it's powerful that she was safe uh, i'll i'll lose it potentially risk my vote and lose a potentially powerful advantage for the rest of the game <laughs> i i think what happened there is that for some reason she didn't f she felt like it was off that everybody on her tribe wanted to work with her like that she just thought that was so bizarre that she had to have been the one going home. So... Uh, listen, I, I nobody wants to be the first one out, and I'm sure that like maybe Jamie was the one that people didn't speak too much strategy with going forward. So she was like shell shocked by the amount of strategy that was happening that she got like immediately paranoid. <laughs> um, but that was strange and. But uh, but she wasn't the only one to play her shot in the dark, was she? No, she she wasn't. That one I think came, um, as a last minute plan to save Brandon, and here's why. Okay, I'm I'm interested in this. So Matthew, I think played a shot in the Cody, dark. Is that a tinfoil hat you're making right now, and you're putting it atop your head? Yeah, and I also have water glasses all around the house. Yeah. Um, so I think that with Matthew there, and I don't think this is speculation. I think that this was pretty cl clear to me anyways. Um, when I was watching it, Matthew didn't want to vote 
uh, he expressed in one of his um, confessionals that everyone was voting Brandon. They had a good argument for it. But Brandon's his closest ally. And I think he didn't want to personally put a vote on Brandon. So he did the shot in the dark just so he didn't have to vote Brandon because he didn't want to do it. But why would you risk your vote and lose potentially powerful advantage to to not vote for the first one out? Because I think that if you've seen the shot in the dark in the previous seasons, you know, it doesn't matter. And it's a joke. And the first time we've ever seen it work is when it didn't need to be played. But it's broken. It's a useless thing. And they they have to get rid of it now. It's but been like it's been made a joke completely. It just doesn't make sense to me that like Brandon's not going on the jury. There's no edge of extinction. Like what But what he did here was by playing the shot in the dark, you'll notice when he said, I also played my shot in the dark, and he looked at Brandon. He looked directly and made eye contact with Brandon in that moment at tribal council and then went up and gave the shot in the dark to Jeff. And at that moment is when Brandon realized I need to play my idol. And then he got up and played the idol right after that. So you had two people play their shot in the dark. I mean, obviously, Jamie didn't matter. She was like just losing Jamie her mind also to told everyone she was going to play her shot in the dark before the votes were cast yeah <laughs> yeah she's like if everyone's being honest with me then my vote doesn't matter here tonight i'm playing my shot in the dark i'm like as everyone's being honest with you what are you talking about which which is what i think i don't think the matt thing tipped uh brandon off i think the jamie thing did well it might have but i think matt sent it home I think Matt didn't want to write Brandon's name down and he wanted Brandon to play. I wonder if we'll get. Yeah, I wonder if we'll get. uh, Discussion of it next week, but I did not see the mastermind plan of Matt. Um, I think that we got a plan like that. I think that Matt did that on purpose. He did it subtly so that the people on his team couldn't full out be like Matthew gave it away. But instead, he can say to everybody, I played my shot in the dark because I didn't want the risk of Brandon writing down my name Mm -hmm. if the idol was played. So another thing I wanted to uh, bring up is that the seeds are planted that Brandon um, would would vote for Maddie. Right. It's not that's not that doesn't come out of nowhere. We know that that Lauren was the plan, but he also expresses not just um in that chunk before tribal council but before that he doesn't trust maddie so the seeds are there that he would um put his vote on maddie um uh and i mean the fact that she's gunning for him maybe it got her i don't know we don't know what actually got around um what what the the chat was but it, it seemed to me in the moment that he played his idol impulsively. Do, I don't you, think you thought he didn't need to. Brandon? Yeah. No. But obviously he needed to. Well, yeah, but you said he played it impulsively. You thought yeah. that he just played it at a. Yeah, I don't think he uh, went into tribal thinking he was he was not safe. I think he played his idol to be safe. I I think that he. 
either discuss this with Matthew as the only option of keeping him in the game, mm-hmm. and they discuss this beforehand, or... That's what I'm saying. I don't think that happened. So I think that Matthew subtly gave it to him in that tribal council with that icon. I, I honestly that think moment. that Matthew, I mean, we'll see, maybe it we'll focused see on week, them having a moment. So that's why I think that it, it was something. I think I there's weight. Matthew to had anything to do with Brandon's decision. Maybe, maybe Ma- Matthew. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that Matthew says that smart. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I guess I don't know him that well yet, but I just, it was I, weird to me. I, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't agree with you. There. I think I, I think, I think uh, Matthew's the best player. I think Matthew on that tribe. Oh, I, I don't know about that. I think Matthew uh, playing his shot in the dark is equivalent to him making the mistake of climbing up that rock. He, it's him overcompensating. He wants to play. I think he's just going for it. You know, I think he's just doing it. I don't. I don't see the mastermind playing there. I don't know. I, I guess we'll we'll see if it uh, dove if people dive into it more next week. But yeah. I, I think that it was the plan to indicate to Brandon that he was going home and he needs to play his idol, that that's mm-hmm. why he played the shot in the dark. I just, I feel like the because easier he, way is to just tell him. Because <laughs> when he said, idol. when easier, he said, the easier thing is to just tell him on I, I, at camp. But if he straight up tells him, then that could come out. But the, the fact that he did it subtly like that, and played his shot in the dark shows that he was worried that the vote would go on him. It that disconnects him from Brandon for everybody else in their minds because it shows that he was scared that Brandon might write his name down. So that gives him an out in case things turn around on Brandon. But he also helped Brandon in that moment. So he's also connected to Brandon if things turn back and Brandon gets in charge. I think so putting he played himself, his shot in the dark because he was paranoid. I think it put himself in the best position on that tribe. I don't I don't think I don't disagree with you that he's in I don't disagree that with you that he's in a good spot now, but I think that's a happy accident. I don't I don't think it was. I really don't think it was. We'll see. I, I I think that that was a. We don't a have the, all the play. info, that because that's the one decision that we didn't get any um uh, foreshadowing on. But I but we got eye contact at the when he played it. He made Cody. eye contact with him. Cody. Eye contact. Yes, when you go, I'm playing but my shot could, in the but dark. He used eye contact. I'm he said, "I'm playing my shot in the dark and made eye contact with Brandon." What more? I, do you I want? want to see the tapes. I want to see the tapes. Yeah, watch it. Was he signing to him? No, was he, he showing, was, making, was he holding a sign in the air. He looked over, intense eye contact. Said, "I'm playing my shot, shot in the dark." Looked over, intense eye contact with Brandon. What I more do you want? I don't think that's. Do you need to be bonked in the head like Bruce to see it? I guess maybe I got bonked in the head last night and I didn't see it, but I don't think the intense eye contact meant anything. I think I think Matt was just being paranoid. He I don't think he's that dissimilar of a player from Jamie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We don't know. I mean, I don't think any of them are very good players, especially on the third day that they're out there. I, I I'm standing by that Matt's the winner of this season. Like I'm standing by it. Well, um, I I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I didn't get all the information. From what I know about Matt is that he is fast and loose. He's a fun character. I like to see him. 
but he's he's going out there, he's taking risks, he's doing all this shit. I think he just was like, okay, first tribal contract. I got the only thing I have right now is my vote and my shot in the dark. I'm just gonna play my shot in the dark. And I mean, there's a lot of like shit going on at the end. Maybe he was he was just paranoid. I think most people don't use their shot in the dark at all because it never comes in handy. You might as well use it to do something I that's mean, productive for an alliance. No, no, no. I, I, I think it was an entertaining move. It was interesting. And I do hope we get more clarification on it. I thought that's that it. like if we're going through we we let's let's go through what happened in order in this tribal council. So, OK. First, we get Jamie saying, I'm playing my shot in the dark. My vote is not necessary. Everyone looks confused. Everyone looks like, I, I don't know. Brandon's alarms are off, but so is everybody else's. <laughs> so, yeah, that was wild. And then we get, and then the next thing we see is everyone, okay, we're going to vote. And Lauren says, I'm, <laughs> I'm not uh, using my vote and I'm banking my vote. Which I'm like, okay, this is fucking insane at this point. This tribal council is going to be a disaster. What is going on here? Lauren's got to be going home. And I thought that was a massive mistake. Then we go and we find out, yes, Matthew also used his shot in the dark, which I was like, what is happening here? And I saw the eye contact and I was like, okay, Matthew's a smart boy. And then, what? I'm shaking my head. I don't. <laughs> I, I, you're reading so much into this one eye contact. I think that there's a lot that you can read into people. That is the point. You read into the psychology of people and you can see their intentions based off of their actions. Yeah. there's. But he could also use his words. At tribal council and out himself in front of everybody? Why not? Yeah, no, thank you. No, He's thank you. Risks. It's, so waste your advantage. It's not of just an using advantage. your words. Shot in the dark is not an advantage. This puts him in a better position. He's someone that didn't. He didn't. Um, he didn't turn him turn on Brandon. He indicated to Brandon, but he also didn't turn on the rest of the tribe by voting Brandon. He just didn't vote, and he can say he was. Scared. I think he saw he 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 read too much into why Jamie played her shot in the dark and was like, okay, if Jamie doesn't trust the vote, I'm trust. I don't trust the vote either. I'm playing my shot in the dark. I don't think that happened. Um, but also then Brandon plays his idol on top of it. So suddenly, we have three people that aren't voting in this. We have one person playing his idol. So only one vote uh, counted. Only one vote counted in this first tribal council, which is bananas. If I was Maddie, I would be mad. I think the reason this tribal was so such a mess, in my opinion, was because Jamie said before the vote, I'm going to play my shot in the dark. I do not think that Matt would have played his shot in the dark had she not said that. Um. Yeah, he might not have. He might have, though. He still might have. I think that that gave him an excuse to also do it since Jamie did, though. So it might have seemed a little selfish if he just did it. But since Jamie did, it gave him more of an excuse. Um, But, yeah, just having. Why a... the fuck did Jamie do that? 
it's so weird. It's just like, and and like the fact that she's celebrating being safe, and it's just like, babe, you weren't getting any votes. <laughs> you didn't get a vote. And then at the end, like Matt was said to Jamie, "Good job." And it's like, no, she wasted her advantage. She wasted her safe vote. Yeah, but you're not gonna be like. Uh, wow, Jamie, you're an idiot. No, you want to still ever like you and trust you. <laughs> I, but I, that's why I think Matt was just dumb. No, I don't think I don't so. know why he said that. I, I think he didn't. Th- she didn't get any fucking votes. Yeah, he said it to be supportive to her. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Is Matt on your fantasy? No, he's on yours. No, I was wondering why you're going to bat to him for him so hard. I I have Lauren and I've shit on her the entire time. So your whole theory is over, Joel. I guess so. My only person on this tribe was Lauren. Lauren's fun, though. I mean, it, everyone's fun. I don't know. There's who do, who didn't we really see this episode? Um, uh, we didn't see a lot of Claire. We didn't see any but, Bruce. But Claire, it, Claire is weirdly one of the people I'm most excited about. Honestly, um, we didn't see like for Maddie going home. We didn't see that much of her. We had a couple moments. As far as I, confessionals go, we might have only had one. I liked how much she was playing, and I was so I was a little disappointed when she went home because it was I was having fun with her. Um. Helen, we guess we didn't see too much of. Heidi, we saw a bit of a package on because she made fire. Oh, we saw three people make fire tonight. We saw Matt make fire. We saw Heidi make fire. And Yam Yam made fire. Yeah. Um, um, Yam Yam we... practiced on the beach, had a, had a, had a package on how he uh, feels like he's um, ahead of everyone in terms of the humidity. Because he's more used to the humidity in Puerto Rico, he doesn't like the humidity, but he's bet he's more used to it. Yeah, we saw a little bit of um, a little bit of everyone. I would say we we mm-hmm. didn't see much Danny and Josh. We saw so we saw good. a little bit of Danny talking about when they was getting to know everybody. I thought that was interesting, and it makes me have some faith in Danny when he was like, mm-hmm. "I wish I didn't like more people, <laughs> so I had an easier time." I yeah. mean that's a that's a nice main mindset to go you know I don't know we got uh, we got Josh's backstory a little bit and that was kind of he had one other thing when he was at Josh I feel like was the guy that was popped the least this episode yeah we just got that he was wasn't supposed to live past five and then he said yeah. something else I think when they won yeah they cut to him when they won he said something else um. Remember. He had, I mean, he might have had three confessionals. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I who's the pop of uh, who's the pop of the week? Pop of the week, I think, is Matt. Um, from the the Ratu tribe, I think he had the biggest moment, and then his tribe went to tribal council, and he had a big thing. Him and Brandon, I think, were the big people in this episode. I I would say I agree with you that Matthew is the uh, Matthew's the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, although Jamie but, is pretty close for me. I mean, Jamie just did, we didn't hear from Jamie very much other than just seeing her bizarre gameplay. Um, yeah, so I I'm pretty. I also Carolyn 
We didn't get a ton of Carolyn, but we got enough. But I feel like she's going to be pop of the week uh, in a lot of weeks. So I don't yeah. think we need to give it to her this time. Yeah. Um. So, but going back to to camp, Kane is Kane has been fully thrown under the bus by everyone who didn't vote mm-hmm. because he's the only one that Brandon can look at and be like, "Why'd you fucking vote for me?" <laughs> like he can say everybody was in on it, but they can all say, "Uh, no, no." No, <laughs> I um, think like, yeah, that that tribe's going to be uh, uh, rough again the next time, too. Like it could be Kane. It could be Lauren. It could be Jamie because you can't even understand where she's coming from. I think Matthew and Brandon just being stable at this point are going to be the people that someone's going to want to work with. Mm-hmm. Unless all yeah. of the unstable people go together. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, I thought it was curious to go for Brandon this early in a three tribe season. Um, I get it in the because it, I mean, it's Matt. Matt with his bad shoulder. I'm like, Brandon, yeah. like, is I know he collapsed in the challenge, but he'd probably be good in challenges. But I, I think that Maddie was thinking like kind of more the old school mentality, and we saw her um pre merge or pre season stuff where she was talking about um the women coming forward and getting mm-hmm. the men out so i think getting out a uh a oh, physical yeah, threat like that and power player with an idol was uh too appealing yeah, yeah a, and i th- and i think just the 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 slight she felt where he uh when he didn't uh share the uh the advantage just with her when they found it together basically but, Brandon choosing Maddie over Lauren there was the smart play. That was that's who he had to choose because it, I mm-hmm. we've seen it no, so no, many I mean, times. And we know that. We know that because we I we don't know if he knew that she was targeting him, but we know that she was. So it was the right move. Yeah, and I think that he we've seen so many times in past seasons where these rivalries just keep going forward. Mhm. Um, so the fact that he cut the head off of that rivalry right away was, um, kind of a refreshing decision, but also, uh, a very intelligent one. And I, I do wonder where his head was at. If the, the vote changed with everyone else that he, he tried to get Maddie out before they all left to tribal council and thought that maybe there were votes to Maddie coming, or if he chose to vote for maddie solely that's the part that because we didn't really get why he did that that makes me think that maybe matthew talked to him beforehand yeah, yeah. but i don't that know would be, that would be the smarter move of matthew other than playing his fucking shot in the dark i don't think it matters with the shot in the dark i think you're putting way too much weight on this thing why that is a complete joke shot in the dark i don't understand i don't think he played his shot in the dark to, to let brandon know I think it was a mixture of letting Brandon know, but also uh, protecting himself in case the tides still turn on Brandon. That he's protected. He put himself in a good position, I think. I think it's multiple reasons. And God bless them all. What's your prediction for next week for who's going home? um, God, this is tough. I think we might see... We might see another Ratu loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kane would be the easy one to predict in my mind. 
the next time on was be, was messy. But, but Lauren Lauren has a double vote now. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting too. It could be Brandon, honestly. I mean, who was really fighting for Brandon to go home? It was Maddie. Yeah. So we don't know really how Lauren feels about. I mean, well, if if you remember, <clears throat> the person fighting for Lauren to go home was Matt. Right. So maybe it's a Matt. True. Yeah, I'm. Oof. I doubt it. I feel like Matt's edit is telling us that he's there to stay for a while. But yeah, yeah I, I think Matthew is. Uh, I think he's the winner. Uh, so the, what we got in the next time on the main thing is that we start to see the Blankenship and uh, Franny, um, yeah. Showmance. Uh, that'll be interesting to just I hope to they see keep more that a secret. I like them both. They seem nice. Yeah, but I hope they keep it a secret and don't get a big target on their back. Um, but man, it's so hard to, especially this early, but I'm going to say that, uh, Ratu again and Ratu loses, I'll say they lose Kane. Yeah. I'll go Kane too. Kane. Okay. That's the easy one. Um, so we're going with Kane. I mean, it could be Tika though too. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm hoping it's, it's not. Soka, you think is is there to stay, and 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 Matt's Matt Blankenship isn't going to vote until the uh, the third tribal council of the merge. He might never get a vote. <laughs> he might not vote this entire season. Yeah, maybe. You so, could be right. I think you could he, be right about that. He could beat Chris Noble's record. Um. Because Chris Noble didn't get a vote until the second episode of the merge, or like, yeah, Chris Noble never voted, or he never voted two weeks after merge. And uh, the other person who didn't vote was Zach. Actually, a few people broke that record last season, uh, in the in forty two because they the first few people didn't go, um, didn't uh, um, the first people the first few people in the pre merge. Of season forty two, played their shots in the dark. No, but and, that doesn't beat Chris Noble's record of most like longest in with no vote. I thought Chris Noble only went to one tribal council and then he got voted out. Yeah, but he made it past merge without voting. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so longest period longest of time because Matt Blankenship, I don't think he's gonna vote the first two episodes of the merge and he could play a shot in the dark in the third one and then beat the record <laughs> mm, maybe so we'll we'll see how that goes mm -hmm. um but yeah interesting i i think that uh we're in for a, a wild season i'm excited to see tika go to tribal council as well because i think they're yeah, also going to be quite I, I messy I would recommend to our listeners not to get too attached to the Tika tribe, to anyone on the Tika tribe. That's why I'm not. I'm not get, uh, saying Matt's my my winner pick. Um, oh, that's Ratu. Oh, Ratu. Sorry. I'm also excited though for Tika. That's the Yam Yam Carson Helen uh, Carolyn Sarah tribe that had Bruce. That had Bruce. Oh yeah, we didn't. We got we got a bit of a package on Carolyn trying to strategize and talking to 
I think it was Helen about how uh, she hadn't talked to anyone um, other than uh, Bruce about about strategy. Yeah, we got a package of Carolyn too of just like just making the weirdest faces in the forest, where she like did like these like weird angry faces, and she was oh, the, like the editors love so her. animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she has to win. I'm <laughs> for the sake of this season, she has to win. I don't, I don't know. Your winner picks are all over the place. <laughs> I only think it's Matthew, but I think that Carolyn has to. <laughs> well, God bless you, and uh, thank you to all of our listeners for listening um, and for making it this far into the recap. I hope that you enjoyed it. And uh, um, listen, there's a lot. If if we're if if you're listening to this after the season is done and we're wrong about everything or I'm wrong about everything or Cody's wrong about everything. This is just what we do. We allow ourselves to have big takes and then we don't get mad at ourselves when we're wrong. Hey, we're not, we're not here to make uh friggin' little small uh, swings. We're here to make big swings. We're having discussions. Yeah. Okay? Big swings, big misses. We don't care. You can look back. You can see some all kinds of shit I was wrong about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see Both people I supported that I shouldn't have. Yeah. He's a big <laughs> uh, Dan fan in 39. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but please keep listening uh, and uh, hit us up on social media. Tell us uh, what who you are rooting for and who you think is gonna win this thing. Oh, we got we got some messages here. Um, uh, Parker Erickson says the great Kane gonna take this one to the house. King Kane under the radar. King. Okay. Um, He's uh, not gonna like our predictions for next week. Yeah. Who's, I guess who not. is that? Carson Erickson. Parker Erickson. Oh, it's not Carson. Okay. No. Um, Parker. 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 Well, sorry, Parker. That's, about we next got week. A, we got a fire react. We got uh, someone at Cole C, who I know from Amsterdam, saying, uh, come the fuck on in. Um, that meaning. Oh, come on in. Come the fuck on in. Oh, that's uh, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Jeff switch guys with come the fuck on in. Yeah. Yeah. Come the fuck on in. <laughs> uh, well, I I hope that Parker's okay with how much I've shit on Kane. I think Parker was also a big Gabler fan. I think from other messages I've seen. Um, Hell yeah, brother! Uh, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe Kane's the Gabler of the season. I don't know. Kane Kane does not seem like a terrible player. He seems like a he 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 got thrown under the bus here because he was also saying when. Maddie was trying to get him to vote for Brandon that he didn't want to vote for Brandon, but he was going with the numbers. So <laughs> yeah, he, he did it and then got totally fucked. Um, so I don't know. Uh, maybe Kane will pull it out, but he definitely was thrown under the bus and maybe he can uh, figure it out, but we'll see. All right. Well, we'll have to see next week. I'm excited for next week. Hopefully we're watching it in person, Joel, side by side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. giving each other big hugs on the commercial breaks. Yeah, m- m- maybe we'll get a guest on. Maybe we will. Yeah. All, All right. right.
Remember to rate, review, subscribe, everyone, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And yeah, I mean, share our uh, share your that. predictions for uh, next week as well. And uh, let us know what you mm. thought of the premiere. So, yeah, sure to message us. We have and, all and, the links and, in the description. And we, we fucking mean it. Yeah, we fucking mean it this time. Okay. Reach out to us. Um. All right. Bye, okay. everybody. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.